With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Situations and stuff that come up. But on that note, this is Real Estate Talk with Bob and Randy. Don't forget, we're here every Thursday from 3 until 4. Bye. This is KCAA Loma Linda, the station that leaves no listener behind. CNBC News is next, a courtesy of BuySellMakeOffer.com, where you can post a video about items you have for sale. Sign up now. It's free. It's YouTube division and more clicks on display ads. Netflix received 34 Emmy nominations for its original programming today, and shares shot up 18%, hitting a new record high. That's after it added more than 3.3 million more streaming video subscribers last quarter, 900,000 of them here in the U.S. Greece says it'll finally reopen its banks on Monday. And crayon maker Crayola plans to open its first family attraction called the Crayola Experience at the Mall of America next summer. Tom Busby, CNBC. Have you had trouble with online dating? This is eHarmony founder Dr. Neil Clark Warren. We've created a new solution, EH+. EH+, combines the personal attention of a matchmaker with eHarmony's extensive pool of great singles. EH+, gives you hand-selected matches and freedom from being online. Get started today. Call 855-930-LOVE. That's 855-930-L-O-V-E. If you can't see the difference, why pay the difference? Switch to DISH and see what real value is. Call 877-319-6988. You can also save a bundle when you combine DishNet high-speed internet with your TV service. Call 877-319-6988. Programming starting as little as $29.99, plus access to thousands of movies and TV shows. Stream to your TV, smartphone, or tablet. Call 877-319-6988. Say goodbye to the cable guy and get DISH today. Consider this your invitation to sell. At buysellmakeoffer.com, you can sell as much as you want for the next 60 days without paying any fees whatsoever. Sound incredible? It is, and it's true. Buysellmakeoffer.com is the new exciting way to sell your stuff online. Make extra money right now. Sell your old car, furniture, video games, household items, clothes, even your home. Sell anything that's legal. Load up your stuff to sell right now at buysellmakeoffer.com. This is your official invitation to get on board to sell your stuff right now. 
free for the next 60 days. And once you see how easy it is, you'll want to sign up for more because there are no item fees. That's right. Take this opportunity to move items from the other guys and sell it for free. You might even win a Samsung tablet, Amazon gift cards, and other cool prizes. BuySellMakeOffer.com is the future of online selling. You can use Skype to talk to your buyer or seller. Plus, you can use video to showcase your items. BuySellMakeOffer.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple of minutes past the hour. I'm Di Rice with the very latest in local news on KCAA 1050 AM. Five days after a woman suffered fatal injuries near the mouth of Lytle Creek Canyon, CHP officers have no leads on who may have killed her. Jennifer Stoops, a 35-year-old transient, was found unresponsive at 8.55 p.m. Friday, July 10th, on the shoulder of Lytle Creek Road, north of Glen Helen Road. The first person who found Stoops unresponsive saw a white Ford or Chevy steak bed pickup drive by but didn't take down the license plate number. Officers are looking for vehicles that match the pickup's description with damage consistent with hitting a person. And investigators have determined that two wildfires within the San Bernardino National Forest, including the massive lake fire, were the result of human activity. The exact cause of the 31,359-acre lake fire is under investigation. The Mill 2 fire last Sunday was started by a faulty catalytic converter on a vehicle. That 54-acre fire is out. Occasional smoke from the lake fire is coming from within its perimeter and may continue for the next several weeks. Emergency stabilization options are being studied to prevent mudslides and flash flooding. Inland Empire weather a little warmer tomorrow, but more clouds. Highs near 93, overnight lows 61. Currently, it's about 91 degrees here in San Bernardino. That's the latest with local news on KCAA 1050 AM. This report has been brought to you by Unbound. At Unbound, they believe in the potential of an educated child to change the life of her family, her community, and our world. Learn more at unbound.org. Here's a look at the KCAA community calendar. You can win tickets to the Junior University Musical Theater presentation of The Jungle Book. Just listen to KCAA all day long and get ready to win. Are you looking for adventurous entertainment for the whole family? Then join Junior University for a musical theater experience that is unmatched under the stars at Roosevelt Bowl in Paris Hill Park. This year, it's Mugli and the adventures in the heart of the jungle as Junior University presents William R. Dixon's adaptation of The Jungle Jungle Book. Show dates are July 17th through August 1st. Starting time is 8.15 p.m. General admission is just $10 for adults and children 12 years old and younger are just $5. Two parents and all their children under 18 years can purchase a family ticket at the box office for just $25 and you can save 20% on a family ticket if you print it out at home by going to junioruniversity.org. Listen to KCAA and win tickets to the Jungle Book. And that's a look at the KCA Community Calendar. I'm Mark Westwood. Is your radio station dull and boring like most corporate-owned stations on the dial? Then it's time to tune to KCAA 1050 AM. It will blow your mind and maybe expand it, too. KCAA is your independently-owned go-to station in the Inland Empire. It's a veritable cornucopia of crazy, an assemblage of awesome and cool, and it's a little weird, too. 
KCAA pumps out more local and national radio each week than most major networks while offering CNBC business news headlines during the week and NBC Sports News on weekends. KCAA is unique, interesting, quirky, and sometimes outlandishly crazy, which adds up to a high volume of awesome. And for you audiophiles, KCAA delivers FM sound quality to our transmitter, which is why KCAA is the best-sounding AM station on the dial. So make your day with KCAA and find us online at kcaaradio.com. KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. Exploring science in the sea. It's tough to escape from Alcatraz. During its three decades as a prison, only five men got away without recapture, and it's likely that some or all of them drowned in the frigid waters of San Francisco Bay. Those waters have also held another kind of captive, sand and silt dumped near Alcatraz Island. Runoff and other activities deposit huge amounts of these sediments into the bay each year. They can pile up around the ports and in navigation channels, making it unsafe for ships. So these parts of the bay are scooped out and the sediments are dumped at other sites. Starting in 1894, one of those sites was just south of Alcatraz, between the island and downtown San Francisco. Measurements showed there was a depression in the bay floor there. Modern studies say it was more than 150 feet deep. Officials thought that the outgoing tides would carry away much of the material dumped into this hole. But in 1982, they discovered that this wasn't happening. The sediments had formed a giant mound that reached to within about 35 feet of the surface. So the material dredged to make the base safe for navigation was itself becoming a hazard. After a long debate, federal and local agencies agreed on a management plan. The amount of material that can be dumped near Alcatraz was limited, and the plan encourages projects to reuse dredged materials. So far, these limits have kept the waters around Alcatraz safe for navigation, even while much of the sediment remains locked up near Alcatraz. Science in the Sea is a production of the University of Texas Marine Science Institute at Port Aransas. I'm Holly Brawley. KCAA Radio AM 1050. Hey, tell a friend. AM 1050. Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host, Elaine McFadden. Take a walk on the wild side Will the birds and the bees Right before me, my newfound hippie side Once ignored these conspiracies online Out the window, visions of fear Sign me up now, make sure you use your smart Take a walk on the wild side Will the birds and the bees survive? Would your children lie? 
Welcome to Smart Health Talk Radio Show. Woohoo! Yeah, we're here to party today. Watch out because I got my mallet. That's right. I got my mallet right here in my hand and I'm going to be doing some smashing. I'm going to be doing some smashing because you know what I want to do? I want to kill that bill. I want to kill that H.R. 1599 that wants to make it illegal for every state in the country to be able to label GMO foods. How about that? They want to take our right away to know what is in our food. That means states like Vermont that already passed GMO labeling bills will now become null and void. Can you even friggin' believe it? They're going to allow GMO-laden foods to be labeled as natural. They're going to make it illegal for projects like third parties, like the GMO project, to be able to certify that something is non-GMO. We're just going to have to trust the USDA like, oh, yeah, we can really trust that department, right? Oh, they've been so there for us all along the way here, feeding us all kinds of toxic pesticides that, oh, one day they're okay, and then the next day they go, oh, Sorry, I guess we made a mistake. It's it's actually like way more toxic than we thought. So uh, sorry, we're going to like discontinue it now. And there's actually some uh, really strong pesticides that, thank goodness, they're finally going to get rid of. And I mean, these are pesticides that are causing mutations in our wildlife, which we've discussed on this show. I mean overbites, all kinds of different mutations where these animals can't even eat. It is unbelievable. Micropenises. I know that sound. You're like, what the heck are you talking about, Elaine? I am talking about micropenises in not only animals, but human babies. And yeah, no one wants to talk about it. But I'm a public health dietitian. I'm not afraid to talk about it. And it's a very sad situation if you can even imagine that happening to your child. And this is so bad that the wildlife can't even have sex. They can't even reproduce because of this. And this is, goes right back to pesticides. Pesticides that are being sprayed on those french fries you're munching on. From the fast food place, yeah, that's right. They start off with 35 pesticides when they're picked. And then after they peel them, oh, there's 18 pesticides in that French fry. Not to mention all the GMO oil and on and on and on. I could go with that one. So uh, I hope that you've been listening to our show because we're on every Thursday right here on KCAA 1050 AM. And we have quite a show for you. I told you I got my mallet here. I got my mouth. I got a big box of glass, and I'm going to be smashing this. I'm because I am so mad. I am so mad. I got to take my frustrations out on something because you should be mad too. They are going to take our rights away. This you think you think that the legislators that are out there trying to pass this bill are for you? They're doing this for you? Heck no. They don't care about your health or else they wouldn't even consider passing this bill. No, they're doing it for Monsanto and Dow and Syngenta, all those big biotech companies that are making money. Yeah, that's who that's who they are um, doing it for. They're not doing it for us. And I tell, I got a guest for you today. Nomi Carmona, she's actually one of our locals right here from Colton, but she's over there in Hawaii, and she has been fighting the fight 
fighting the fight for the Hawaiian people, for the people that live there. They have been basically taken over by biotech because they have the perfect little uh, growing uh, land, farm farmland there that works perfect for their experiments on pesticides and GMOs. And they experiment right across the street from schools. Children. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Children there are being exposed to pesticides so much so that they are literally passing out cold. Continual nosebleeds. When they go to the doctor, they are told, oh, what, was they, what were they exposed to? And what can they tell the doctor? It's an experimental pesticide. They don't have to reveal what's in there. So these parents are left with a sick child and no reason are using them to experiment on pesticides and grow all these different GMOs. Now, you may have heard Monsanto, big old giant Monsanto, that made $15 million last year. That was like... From 10 million like four years ago. And that that means that they have almost, uh, you know, that's like they went from 10 to 15 million in just four years. Excuse me, billion. Uh, 10 to 15 billion in four years. And that is because they own everything. 100% of the sugar beets grown in this country, which is in that soda, and basically everything else that you're eating that is sweet, uh, that is not artificial, is from GMO sugar beets. 100% of the conventional sugar beets grown in this country were GMO. And that is because Monsanto made sure of it. That's right. They bought up all the seed companies. They wouldn't even allow non-GMO sugar beet seed on the market for farmers to grow. This is, I mean, that should like kind of like raise a red flag to you. That some, a company is taking over our seed and our food supply to that extent. And that right there is a window into their mind and what they are trying to do to us. They want every single morsel of food that goes in our mouth to have their DNA in it. That is their goal. So I am, I'm, I'm in the process of doing some research on the University of Arkansas because mm -hmm. I am hearing that they are going to be uh, selling uh, non-GMO non uh, seeds without having to pay patent fees. And... Um, this is like, you know, unbelievable to me that that would even happen. Uh, and I, w I just want to tell you, I am going to be reporting on that, uh, very soon. Now you may have heard that Monsanto is, is trying to, uh, buy Syngenta. Why are they trying to do that? I'll tell you. 
uh, they are, what they want to do is make more money. I told you, they want to increase their growth. Why do they want to increase their growth? Or how, excuse me, how are they going to increase their growth? They're going to in- increase their growth by introducing new pesticides, of which they don't have any ready right now. But guess who does? Syngenta. That's right. They want Syngenta because they have new pesticides coming down the pipeline. And that is one of the reasons that they want to they want to buy Syngenta. That's actually the biggest reason because how that is how they're going to increase their growth. They just want to become bigger and bigger and bigger and they want world domination let's face it that's what they want world domination now i don't know if any of you heard that um some of that food that you're eating that may actually uh have been watered with fracking water and i actually know people in the business and fracking water has something like 150 different uh chemicals, toxic pesticides, all different kinds of things in there. And they're literally dumping this in the ocean, down uh, disposal wells, and watering what they say is clean water, our crops with it. And, you know, this should be upsetting you to no end because I can tell you there is no friggin' way that they are taking all the stuff out of there because I know how hard it is. So uh, please... Go research that, and I'm getting a nod. Is Nomi on the on the line, everyone? Okay. We got our gal Nomi from Hawaii calling in, and she is going to be here with us online as we smash this box right here, and we kill the bill for HR 1599. That's right. We're going to be we're going to be getting wild here. I you, you can tune in live. You can go to KCA Radio and see our Ustream and watch this all live, everyone. So don't miss it, all right? And I just want to welcome Nomi Carmona. Aloha, lady. Aloha, Elaine. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. I am doing great, except for all this stuff I got to read about with the latest shenanigans by these people, which you know all too well, don't you? <laughs> uh, um, unfortunately, but... We've got to keep a close eye on things. That's right, because you got a lot of people that, um, you know, you guys are are watching out for. There's a lot of people over there in Hawaii that would like to just have a a clean environment to live in, uh, know that their families are safe, and be able to actually eat food that was grown in Hawaii. What what a concept, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. We're importing 94% of our food while we're allowing Monsanto and the chemical cartel to use 40 to 60,000 acres of ag land. Oh, my gosh. You know, and and like, how how does that impact Hawaiians financially when you're having to import the food like that? Well, I mean, obviously, it really increases the cost of living. And then I mean, it begs the question about the Jones Act as well, which requires any goods coming in um, to be brought into the Hawaii port on an American-made boat. So all of our, a lot of our goods are going past us into Long Beach, getting on a different boat and coming over here. So <laughs> no way, no way. Oh, yeah. and then it costs like triple the amount, obviously. So um, those kind of things, problems with overdevelopment, um, urban sprawl, the fact that. Our government seems to be, like, going after people trying to enforce the law the government's not enforcing. Um, those are all, like, larger scale what, what, what's problems an example? that trickle down to the GMO issue as well and make it very difficult for farmers to afford land and water 
um, when they're competing with Monsanto. And, they're get, and Monsanto's getting subsidized with these fantastic deals like $50 an acre a year um, for prime ag land. So we have a lot of that, That's what they're paying? Um, for a good amount of the land is public land in Hawaiian crown lands, which, you know, is very controversial because the queen was um, imprisoned by Stanford Dole of Dole Pineapple and Bananas in the U.S. military. And um, the, the kingdom was illegally overthrown under international law. So there's this whole, you know, that's kind of like the engine and the problems some think um, that ultimately these choices are being made by by people who really don't care about us and are just looking to profit and to exploit the natural resources and the people um, for economic gain, most of which is outsourced to foreign owners, which really troubles us locally. I mean, where do we begin? You know what I feel like after I hear you say that, um, Nomi, is that Actually, you know, what you're talking, it's like Hawaii is almost an example of the extreme of, you know, the control of these companies and what we're eating and what we're exposed to. But yet when you when you take and look at the entire population of the United States, we're all pretty much being treated the same way. And I uh, but just on different levels, it's right in your backyard. It's right in the backyard of the people like in Salinas. And actually, we have five schools, elementary schools. I just found this out a couple weeks ago here in San Bernardino that are directly across the street from farmland. And as the case in Salinas, they were in hazmat suits directly across the street from the school, spraying pe- some of the most toxic pesticides, methyl bromide, which we know causes cancer, but we still allow it to be used, even though we know, no doubt, causes cancer. Uh, you know, spraying in hazmat suits right across the street from the schools. Does that sound like something familiar to you? I mean, absolutely. And I mean, those issues you know, start at the EPA and also trickle on down to our local problems where we should be able to have home rule to at least regulate those things, and we do. Um, But ALEC is trying to take county home rule because the government's corrupted all the way down from the EPA, who doesn't actually or which doesn't actually perform any safety testing or environmental testing on any pesticides prior to allowing them um, for use and registering them for use. So they but just entirely minute, rely on these chemical manufacturers, which is absurd. And we're relying on that regulatory agency believing that the EPA is keeping us safe when we know we know otherwise. So But yeah, these um, are supposed to be safe and everyone everyone is told that what they're eating on their food is a safe level. And but that's not true. No, I I can't speak as to whether or not what's a safe level for pesticide use, but I know that I don't want to eat any pesticides because pesticides are detrimental to life um, in general. And there's enough peer-reviewed science that shows that pesticides are linked to cancer and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and birth defects and neurological problems. So, you know, it's a little bit like how much poison do you want on your food because that's technically what it is. So as far as linking in what's happening in Hawaii with the research and development kind of headquarters for the world for GMO crop testing, the majority of which is resistant to pesticide spraying, so that means constant spraying, and the seed creation that's happening here being shipped all over the world means that 
what happens here ends up in your neighborhoods, in your fields, across from your schools, in hazmats by your house. So um, it's really like if we can take them out in Hawaii and stop them from destroying everything that's good here, it will make a major impact for everyone else in the country um, because a lot of the seeds are coming through here and being made here. Okay, um, I want to get into the legislation that's been going on in Hawaii and for you to walk us through this because this is like a lot of stuff going on and you you know how to break it down and just kind of take us step by step so we, we all can be on the same page uh, as far as like what's happening and, there. But, and do you want to back it up to just the county legislation? Are you talking about like the history of GMO pesticide legislation in Hawaii? Well, first of all, I'd like to stop start with like the latest fight that you guys went to, and then if there's other things in the past that are significant that you think um, that we we should know on how that's affecting what's going on right now, then I'd like to know that. But first, I wanted us to go through this HR fifteen ninety nine, which is the legislation that is. In Congress, I don't know if it's Congress or if it went to the Senate right now, but I know that they were passing it. I think the last thing they did is pass it in the Congress. But this affects every single state in our country. And they're running scared, is in my opinion. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, Nomi, but the fact that we've had guests on our show that are over in their own counties, like Jackson County, Oregon, where they actually passed a bill that said you couldn't grow any GMOs in the whole county. And even though it's on the honor system, you know that your neighbors will know if you're growing GMOs and they're going to give you the evil eye if you're doing it. That's why they don't need money to uh, enforce this. But they tried, they, they paid millions of dollars to play commercials trying to tell people that it was going to cost them to make them afraid to vote for it. But 60% over it, it was something like close to 70% said, we don't want any GMOs to grow, being grown in our county. The drift of the pesticides is going to come into our field, contaminate our crops, which is then going to not allow us to sell our crops as organic for a premium price and be able to export to other countries. So, you know, this is what's in, in those people's heads. So now, because people are taking action on a county level, uh, what, what, what is Monsanto's reaction to that? Oh, well, we're going we're gonna to make it illegal for people to pass any of these laws in any county or any state in the country. And we're going to have a federal law that everyone is going to have to abide to. And um, this DARK Act, which is this H.R. 1599, um, you know, it, it is like pretty much it is there for Monsanto. And uh, have you guys been talking about this in Hawaii very much? You know, we had a very similar situation on Maui as far as Jackson County, although the issue is not so much um, contamination farm to farm, but the fact that Monsanto's pest fields and Dow's pest fields on Monsanto, I mean, on Maui and Molokai are directly causing health problems the community feels. Their illnesses are attributed to the pesticide drift. So um, we've had similar issues on that front, and we've got three counties and three court cases. Basically, there's only one island that the pesticide GMO companies are not suing to overturn um, safety regulations right now in Hawaii. So we've definitely got our hands full. We've got cane burning. We've got 
um, an illegal occupation. We've got a governor, try, you know, thinking about calling the National Guard on peaceful Hawaiians guarding the largest aquifer uh, on the island of Mauna Kea. In the- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sacred site. You know, so 1599 has not been the number one thing on our priority, and we've been really relying on our national ohana to um, take the lead on that and be as supportive as possible but of course um, my understanding is that it has passed but it's awaiting a house floor vote and then it will cross over the senate and that it's moving very fast and i think in addition they've um i'm not sure the current status of the amendment but even just on the 13th they had amended 1599 to um ensure that only milk could be certified as non-GMO if cows are fed non-GMO grain. So it's like they're trying to mire the bill. So it's a bad bill to take away the state's rights to label GMOs, but they're adding in, oh, but this will also make it so that milk can't be labeled non-GMO if the animals were fed grain, which is something that everybody wants. So I think that's really just an attempt for them to mire and confuse the issue to try to squeeze their way past. Okay, well, I'm going to – I didn't even – thank you. I didn't even know about the dairy part of the issue. I Thank you so much for explaining that. Um, but I do want to uh, – there's five points here that I want to mention that uh, Pam Larry, who is our, our leader in getting Prop 37 on the ballot here in California, sent this over to me, and I am grateful for that because it really helps sum it up for us. So anyway, what does this 1599 do? It takes away the state's right by preempting any state GMO labeling laws. So any laws like the one passed in Vermont will now become null and void, and they will not be able to implement that law. It allows for GMOs to be labeled as natural. So you could be eating a product, and it says natural on it, but it could have multiple GMOs, which is actually the case right now. Uh, basically prohibits the FDA from doing its testing and labeling job and puts in place a voluntary labeling scheme that folks will have to pay for. Non-GMO project would be outlawed in favor of this USDA program. And so we're going to have to pretty much test the, uh, we're going to have to trust the USDA to be doing all of this GMO residue testing and products to label them as non-GMO instead of a third party like the non-GMO project. Uh, takes you know what I would rather yeah. the USDA do than what? focus on labeling non-GMO? I would rather that the USDA perform safety and environmental testing on GMO foods prior to approval because they also do not test the safety for consumption or the growth or within agriculture of GMO crops. Neither does the FDA partake in any kind of um, independent or regulatory testing. So same situation, EPA, FDA, USDA, all rely on applicants like Monsanto, Dow, Syngenta, Pioneer, DuPont, Bassif. Um, who am I missing? Mycogen is part of Dow. 
and um, Bayer. You know, these people, or these corporations, rather, since corporations really aren't people, are basically being able to write their own studies saying, yeah, this is totally safe. And these regulatory agencies are saying, okay, yeah, this looks pretty good, or, uh, you know, send me another one because I just need to see this. All right, great, that looks great. Go ahead and feed it to the American public even though it's banned in 32 countries and our uh, exports are getting rejected by China for GMO contamination. Way to go, Monsanto, you know? <laughs> I know. And they, they just act like they're the savior of the world. And I read, I read about like all these alerts um, that go on with them and they're, they're pretty much paying off people. Oh, they donated money here. They donated money there. You know, they're pretty much just trying to pay off everybody. Uh, they're also, this bill is going to take away states' rights to control their agricultural practices and seeds. This would preempt any local monitoriums and bans on growing GMOs, which is exactly what we were just talking about earlier with Jackson County, uh, Oregon. So in other words, that law that they passed by almost 70% would then become null and void and anyone could grow GMOs in their county that they want. Uh, does not require labeling, only allows for voluntary labeling, which has been in place since 2001 with no one ever labeling. So, uh, you know, like really, really good system there. So what do we, you know, what do we think about 1599? What do we think about that? I tell you, I start facing up to the fact that this is the truth. Okay, these people are not for us. And if you want to tune in, just go to KCAARadio.com because I got my mallet here. That's right. And I am taking it to this box right here that has Stop HR 1599. The Monsanto Protection Act is back. It's worse than ever, and we need to stop it now. And that means you need to get on the phone and call your representative and tell them that you don't want this. It's your voice that's going to make a difference. So I tell you, what do I think about it? Yeah, that's right. I say smash it. That's right. Okay, that was good. That was good. I'm feeling I'm feeling great now. I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling empowered. And not only that, but if you tune in right here, you'll see I got a big basket of fruit that also empowers me. Well, fruit fruit if you want to call tomato fruit. I got all of this I grew in my garden, everybody. How about that? Look at that. Look at these tomatoes, man. Look at that Cherokee purple tomato right there. That's right. I got I got green peppers. I've got some really nice kale here. All of this came from my garden. And I okay, I worked my butt off, but I got strong in the process. And now I'm gonna get even stronger because I'm gonna be eating fresh organic food out of my garden every day. And I encourage every one of you out there to start take control of your food, shop at farmers markets, or grow your own. It is freaking awesome. I tell you, I just love going out and walking through my garden and going, okay, let's see what I got today. And it's so rewarding, and it's so relaxing, and it relieves stress. And it is going to be one of the best things you could possibly do for yourself, so I please recommend it. So how how did what did you think about that, Nomi? Was that fun or what? Oh, <laughs> I was, wow. I was, that was, um, that hey, was we smashed. Yeah. We smashed the <laughs> glass. That's right. We need a political right. revolution. I... <laughs> <laughs> 
I end your your vigor and also makes me so sad that we must do these things. You know? <laughs> I know, um, I know, but I, you know, there there's always going to be people that want to take advantage of us. I mean, it's the same throughout history, but what has yeah. to change is us. We and have I to think, change. Um, a point that I would really like to make just to round off that discussion about Jackson County in reference to the Dark Act as well is that the cases that we have on Maui, so basically there's three there's three uh, suits right now. Um, Syngenta, Dow, Pioneer DuPont, and Bassif are suing Kauai County to overturn a council law that we passed, um, which requires buffer zones around schools, homes, and hospitals, disclosure of the pesticides and GMO tests, because they won't even tell us what they're spraying, which is a huge difference between Hawaii and California. At least you guys have some modicum of disclosure. Um, and also a joint task finding force to determine the safety of the impacts of their operations. So that's in federal court. It's been invalidated, and it's in appeals on its way to the Ninth Circuit. On Big Island, which is our last island, Hawaii Island, where Mauna Kea is, where all the TMT protests for the mountain are, um, that is the last major island that doesn't have the huge GMO chemical test fields um, and also employees of those test fields that we have to figure out jobs for. And they just have a little tiny bit of GMO and GMO papaya. We passed a GMO ban in Hawaii County for that island, and that is being sued by the world's largest biotech trade organization, biotechnology industry organization, representing all of these chemical companies and more. And that has been invalidated by the same judge in federal court is on its way to appeals in the Ninth Circuit. Then we have Maui, which was a citizen's initiative that passed by 1,077 votes against the highest level of campaign spending um, cost per vote in the history of the world, as far as we can determine. Um, we were outspent 87 to 1, which is unheard of, and we still won. That has been invalidated in federal court and is in appeals and heading to the Ninth Circuit. So Jackson is also in the Ninth Circuit. So whatever happens with these cases is setting legal precedent, and we really I, we need to must win these cases um, at the, the Ninth Circuit. But what's upsetting me as well, you know, that's also at under siege. But what's upsetting me, Nomi, is I'm hearing you say about all these court cases and if it's overturned and you guys win like they did in Jackson County, Oregon, they won. It went to court it um, and they won. Uh, that is all going to be overturned if we allow this H.R. 1599 to pass. Even though we're passing these laws by county and by state that says no GMOs, all of that is going to become invalid if we allow this bill to pass. So we don't right. even have the right to decide what's going on in our own backyard. A federal government has to tell us. And I had, um, I just want to tell everyone too, I really want you to go to Healthy Alternatives to Pesticides. And I want you to listen to our podcast from last week, which is right on our KCA website. Just look Thursday at 4 o'clock for Smart Health Talk. Because we had the Healthy Alternatives to Pesticide group, Nomi, and we are they they are just using this west nile virus as an excuse to expose neighborhoods to go down our streets with a fogger and expose all of us to pesticides our pregnant women this is going on at 11 o'clock at night right when the bats come out all these predators that eat mosquitoes like bats skimmers fish 
um, you know, the mosquito eaters, all those, all those guys, they're all being killed with this pesticide. So now there's hardly any predators left, and the mosquito problem is worse than ever, and they're literally spraying our front and backyards without our permission, without a warrant to come on our property, and not even – people don't even know this is going on. I, Where gonna, is this, Florida? No, this is this is here in California. They're spraying in the IE. In the well, I think they're doing it here too. I'm going to be talking to our Department of Agriculture guy and finding out if they're going to be doing this here. But this was up in, um, was it Suffolk County? Salinas. No, it's up. It's up in the Los Angeles area. Suffolk, Suffolk, Suffolk County was uh, where they were doing that, but or maybe that was the other one. Yeah, I feel I like that's not the first, or, you know, I feel like I've heard another media case recently where residents were being um, basically forcibly sprayed, and one resident had even gone so far as to remove her lawn so that they could not spray, so that they'd have no reason to spray her property. So, um, but they're yeah, spraying the neighbors the plants and, it, and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're spraying the neighbors, and <laughs> which I thought was fantastic, over. but certainly not a sustainable solution. No, and well, they're actually they're suing. We had the lawyer on last week uh, talking, and I I have the he sent me the whole lawsuit, which I'm going to mm-hmm. be posting on our uh, on our website for everyone to read. But um, this is, all of us are sub, are being subjected. None of us are immune to this happening in our neighborhood where they come with a truck and they're just fogging the whole area. And, you know, even beyond the dark act, I think something that's also a very pressing matter that's moving very quickly without hardly any transparency is the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP, which most people um aren't really closely in touch with maybe because the document's being kept under lock and key and not made public. But what has been leaked um, shows us that the TPP would establish a special court. Now, this is for 12 countries that represent 40% of the global gross domestic product. So basically 40% of the world's money is coming um, in with this agreement that says if a country... If a state, if a county passes a law which affects the profits of a corporation, then there's a whole new court system within those 12 countries where the companies can sue governments for passing laws which affect their profits, like environmental laws. This would gut environmental regulation, outsource millions of American jobs, and the TPP is fast-tracked. Uh, right now, it's moving ahead. The negotiations yeah, cause the, are the, happening shortly on Maui, of course. Oh, really? Because the the Republicans love this, and that's and that should be a red flag right there. Because this is benefiting the richest of the rich. It's not be- it's not benefiting the average American. It's putting us at risk for the safety food safety rules that we have established. Will allow uh, rules uh, that are are you know, less than what we've established um, will allow food to be imported that is has less than satisfactory standards. Um, you know, and the job thing, like, that is extremely upsetting to me. I mean, what the heck? I mean, I just saw another graphic 
on Facebook where it pretty much shows that all these big corporations have figured out how to not pay any ta- anyone any taxes. They, they kind of say, oh, we're just multinational and we don't have to pay any country uh, taxes and just keep their money offshore or in some of their bank accounts or something. But, um, you know, I, I don't want to give any of these people one freaking dollar of my money. You know, I was just talking about Monsanto getting bigger and bigger. That's why they want to buy Syngenta because they have new pesticides in the pipeline and they don't have any ready yet. So they want to keep their growth going. So that's why they want to buy Syngenta. And from everything I've read, Nomi, they are just like nonstop. They don't even care because these people think they're above the law. They think they can do whatever they want. Even though. Because, like, you know, look at. Nazi Germany, for example, Hitler, nothing he did was illegal because he made the laws. And we have the same problem with our revolving door government here. There's so much corporate representation within our government, everything from Tom Vilsack, Biotech Legislator of the Year, being the Secretary of Agriculture for the USDA, to Michael Taylor, the Vice President of Policy and Primary Lobbyist for Monsanto, being the food czar, Deputy Commissioner of Food, uh, for the FDA, I mean, they are forming the laws, they are making the regulations, they are putting tons of money into our governing bodies. You know, we must overturn Citizens United. We must address a lot of problems. And I kind of feel personally that if we can hold off the, you know, 1599 and the TPP, and if we can just fight our hardest and do everything we can to squash all the nonsense and get Bernie Sanders into office, then we have a chance to actually make the real policy reform around these issues that's required for the safety and longevity of our current and future generations. Right on. Thank you so much for that, Nomi. You're right. We have have got to stop these. We have to stop these. We can't just sit by and put the clicker in our hand and go into fantasy land and just forget about the rest of the world because the rest of the world is keep go- it does keep going and this is going to impact the world we're leaving for our children and our children's children if we don't stop this now i mean what kind of world are we looking at you know and i think like we've been having a lot of interesting conversations about about privilege and um, racial inequality and dismantling racism in regards to our work here and kind of looking at things like white privilege as a factor, for example. And I think, like, the definition for me of privilege is being able to say, that's not happening to me, so it doesn't affect me, so I don't care, so I'm not going to do anything. But if you're without privilege, you don't have a choice. You know, the people that live next to the fields that can't afford to move, that are born and raised next to the place where Monsanto decided to start spraying 80 different restricted-use pesticides every 7 out of 10 days, there's there's not a privilege of choice there. So I think if we're going to dismantle our other societal problems, and I think there are big parts and themes of the conversations of things that we need to address in our country as a whole, then we have to stop saying, that doesn't directly affect me. I don't feel the effects on a daily basis. Therefore, it's not important. Because if it affects anybody, then it should be um, equally important because it could be you. It could be someone you know. And you don't really, uh, if you have responsibility in your life and your role and your purpose, you can't really ignore these massive injustices. Like Martin Luther King Jr. said, there comes a time when silence is betrayal. 
So we've really got to take responsibility, even if it's not happening in our city and our backyards. Look where it is happening. The devastation's already spiraling out of control. So we are just got to rise up out of it. And we are. It's happening. I'm watching it. We got to have each other's back. You know, who else do we have here? You know, it's like we have people in office that obviously care more about the people that are paying for their campaigns than they do the people that they're serving. And And they're allied. They're very coalesced. They're very organized. And they've got the money to hire PR firms to do all the footwork and the legwork that our blood and sweat and tears goes into in the grassroots. You know, I think that's one thing that we're really seeing at the local level is the GMO chemical entity of of people who are paid to represent them and do all kinds of nasty things right out of the tactic of the corporate PR playbook against environmental activists, um, trying to discredit uh, the cases at hand here. The GMO chemical guys are best friends with the TMT guys trying to violate the Hawaiians and the Mauna Kea are all best friends with the PRP guys trying to force this rail down our throats. And now the money trail is showing where PRP is spending for GMO issue elections. You know, And so it's starting to expose itself. They're so blatant in their corruption that it's becoming more and more apparent that they are clearly allied against our rights. And therefore, we absolutely must align all of our causes and find what are the central themes and what is the global and local and national platform that we can delineate to to coalesce against that tiny 1% of people with way too much power. Woohoo! I agree with you 100%. That was friggin' awesome, Nomi. And- Mahalo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you go, girl. You go, girl. That's right. (laughs) Uh, We're going to have a good time doing it, too. I refuse to be miserable. That's why I run Babies Against Biotech and not stuffy ladies in very, very uh, high-button shirts making excellent points. Yeah, tell Um, us, what what do you guys, what what are some of the latest things that you guys have been uh, doing as Babes Against Biotech? Well, you know, our creative director, Lauren Rago, has been doing an excellent job covering the court cases lately. Uh, we determined when they, we first had to go to court for laws to protect ourselves that we weren't going to be allowed electronics or media in the courtroom. So I started sketching, um, yeah. <laughs> sketching very badly the courtroom to attach to our court reports. And Lauren's taking it to a new level of amazing cartoonship and reporting cartoonship a word i don't know but it's fantastic were, were so, those um, were those your sketches that i saw um on those posters <laughs> the the beautiful color cartoon ones are lauren's and the very poorly drawn pencil <laughs> uh amateur looking caricatures are mine <laughs> it's mostly lauren she's she's been covering the waimea and the maui case and, and we plan to have her cover all the future stuff so um that we are organizing on oahu which has about a million of 1.8 million and people in um, the state of Hawaii uh, to activate because that's where the bulk of the politicians and the corruption is happening. So we got Babe Boot Camp coming up um, for our new recruits and working on a college internship program. I mean, we're, we're kind of nonstop. We're right now converging the environmental movement um, and the GMO and the food movement uh, with the Hawaiian sovereignty movement and um, the protection of the Ainuts, coming down to who loves the land and who understands that we need the land to sustain us and who is willing to stand up for it. That's what we've been doing. 
So is there a lot of, because I've been reading articles that these companies have been spending millions of dollars to discredit organic, uh, to put out stories that try to make, oh, because we care about our body and only want the best food for our body, uh, that we're arrogant and there's something wrong with us when we're actually just normal human beings that want unpoisoned food to eat and want to stay healthy and not die. You know, I mean, I think... Right. Those should be a standard. Um, I don't think that makes you an elitist to want clean food that doesn't contain things that are poisonous or bad for your body um, and trace or aggregate amounts. And I think actually that's a really elitist um, thing to say, to say that basically... You know, people who say, oh, you know, if you don't want that, then you should just buy organic. So are you telling me that people who don't have enough money to pay more for this special class of food deserve to and should be eating food with toxins and food that's untested for human consumption over any kind of generation or any kind of third-party independent peer-reviewed science? You know, you're basically saying, like, that that if you're poor – that's what you get. You get GMO food. You get food in a can labeled food. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then there's like a big question mark, you know, on the ingredients. It's just like, well, we just kind of, you know, don't even ask. Okay. Don't even ask what's in there. And which is pretty much the truth. I love that broccoli post you just made that, um, Real food doesn't have ingredients because real food is ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I love Duh. that stuff we used to have back in the day. What did your grandma call it? Organic? No, it's just food. It was you food. Know, it came from the garden, food. or they canned it. You know, it was just like, and that, and so much of life revolved around food. Um, the foraging of food, and that's why I, I've been putting out this plea. I say, become an organic forager. Forage for the best for your body, you know? What is wrong with that? It's actually foraging for food is an adventure. It's fun. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we have an amazing food forager on our Babes Against Biotech crew. She was um, in the calendar this year. I think she's Miss April, Sunny Savage. And she was a That's the Babes Against Biotech calendar, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Sunny Savage um, is a wild food expert, and she's a TEDx speaker and amazing food forager. And I don't even know what she does with these wild guavas and kukui oil. And I, she's the, one of the best cooks I've ever had. And I think it's pretty much all um, vegetarian, uh, amazing foraged food. I'm so well, I'm, I'm going to be headed out to Hawaii, so I would love to taste some of that <laughs> while I'm there. Uh, yeah, I, if I was stranded on a desert island or anywhere and I could only pick one person <laughs> to come with me, I'd be like, Sunny Savage, can I borrow you? <laughs> and it doesn't have to be, you know, to forage for, or for organic food, it doesn't have to be wild. It's just like, you know, making a trip down to your farmer's market, which is like a big, a big deal for some people to even get down to the farmer's market. So just to go down there and become – forage for organic food you might even yeah we got all kinds of you know and we got the gmo guys that are aligned with the chemical companies Uh, they're totally taking over the hawaii farm bureau federation so now we've got you know the good farmers markets and we've got the farmers markets that support monsanto that spend money against our really yeah so um, every single part of our life they must like take over there is no. I don't know because sacred. they're all also best friends with some of the farms that have been convicted of and tried for human trafficking. So we have oh. a host of 
problems um, in Hawaii in regards to agriculture, agricultural labor, jobs, um, agribusiness, agrochemicals. You know, it's just like the overthrow happened because of agribusiness. Big agribusiness, big sugar and big pineapple wanted this Hawaii land so they could turn three to four crops per year versus one. And that is when we had the hard plantation era. And now we have a modern plantation era. But instead of just HCNS, et cetera, et cetera, we have HCIA and all the chemical companies. And they are... Um, definitely to the detriment of, of all of our communities and all of our visitors who come here not knowing that they, depending on where they go on the island, are definitely getting exposed to all kinds of very controversial contaminants that are banned in lots of countries. Welcome to paradise, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, Hawaii is not maybe what you think it is. So I, I just want to I want to ask you, we only have two minutes left, and Babes Against Biotech, everyone, you got to go find them on Facebook and follow them because you have the you have such incredible posts. I, I always go to, to your Facebook to find the latest things that are going on. But <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you, <laughs> but I want to ask you too, do you guys uh, believe in like getting some sun on your skin without sunscreen? Like for, and putting things like aloe, organic aloe and organic oils on our skin that are high in antioxidants so that we can make vitamin D and get all the good things from sun? You know, I would defer to the experts that obviously prefer the, the natural element. Actually, we have a sponsor called Natural Elements, is the only non-GMO verified sunscreen on the market that is also reef safe and for the environment. So I think um, absolutely raw elements uh, would be my number one choice. Well, for the, yeah, natural. for the sunscreen, and then we have sun oxidants, which I want, to add, I want everyone to go to Amazon and type in sun oxidants because you'll find a coupon there and this is just this is like concentrated aloe vera is what it is so you put concentrated organic aloe vera on your skin and just to get a little bit of safe sun so you can make vitamin d and then if you need the sunscreen you can put um that brand that you said that sounds really wonderful so you need vitamin d but you definitely don't need spf and all those chemicals that's right so thank you so much, Nomi. Uh, I enjoyed our conversation so much, and uh, we'll be checking in again soon. And you guys continue the fight. Thank you. Aloha. Mama. Aloha. Woohoo! Bye. Once ignore these conspiracies online. Out the window, Sign me up now. This is KCAA Loma Linda, the station that leaves no listener behind. CNBC News is next, a courtesy of BuySellMakeOffer.com, where you can post a video about items you have for I'm sale. I'm Tom Busby, Sign up CNBC now. Radio. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen says when the Fed hikes interest rates for the first time in nine years,